0: Hello and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm going to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah and Meg sat down to talk about the Little Mermaid. Welcome, Meg. Hey, Hannah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you know me or
1: anything else you want to share? Okay, perfect. I own a local shop, a local business here in Oklahoma City. And that's how we know each other. We connected through your appreciation of good smelling, handcrafted bath and body. Yeah.
0: And you can tell them the name of your business. I don't care.
1: (laughs) It's called Local Lather and it's on Northwestern and 42nd Street. And we have been slinging handcrafted soap and candles, body scrubs. And then through this strange time have pivoted completely into also a plant shop
0: so you can always get plants you can get all sorts of stuff and she is online she sells all of her bath products and is that the right word bath products yeah, it is I feel like that's yeah. the right word okay good she sells all her bath products online, and so if you guys want to check that out, that'll be in the show notes. I'm just really grateful
1: that she's on today. Yeah. So let's just jump right in. Tell me what your movie is and why you picked it. My movie is The Little Mermaid, and that was a very easy pick for me. It was hands down like the my absolute first choice if I had to call a favorite. And it's for so many reasons, but when I really thought about this, it's It's because I love that she's a redhead. Fundamentally, I love her personality. And Ariel's a redhead. And I am. And I just am obsessed with that. Even when I was little, like, I just loved her red hair. So in my mind, it was because of the bubbles. Like, in my
0: mind, I was like, oh, local lather, Meg, she loves bubbles. She loves bubbles. This is the movie. So I never crossed my mind that she was a redhead. Yeah, out. and she's not
1: just, feel silly. She's not just any redhead. She is like just one of the best Disney characters. I mean, I guess she qualifies as a Disney princess. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. She sort is sort of. She is. I mean, her no dad's a sense. king. Sort of. She's a mermaid princess. It's funny though that it this is the one Disney movie that focuses very little on her role as a princess.
0: That's true. For me. Yeah. It's and. And really, she's a double princess because
1: she married Prince Eric. Okay. Now I feel stupid. (laughs) Yeah, she's a Disney Disney princess. But she's so curious and just she's a little bit rebellious. Yeah, I just, I love Ariel. Okay. So why don't you give us an
0: overview of the story, kind of like a beginning, middle, end?
1: Well, The Little Mermaid is about, again, this very like, delightful, curious, beautiful character, but she, she has to figure out her way. She's young, she's determined, but she really wants to walk on land. Like, mm-hmm. she's torn between two worlds, the love of her home and her father and the desire to do all the things that you can do if you had legs. So that's kind of the main crux of the matter is she needs legs, And she wants to be part of that world. Best song ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she makes a deal with the devil, so to speak. And um, the villain in the movie is Ursula, a secondary favorite character
0: Mm -hmm.
1: who she takes Ariel's voice. So Ariel has to struggle to get Prince Eric to fall in love with her, even though she can't speak. And she has some awesome sidekicks and they have a ton of adventure along the way.
0: Yeah, so for me, some thoughts on the story, and you're probably going to hate me because this is your favorite movie, but I feel like the story is kind of a slow one. Like, I didn't realize how long it takes for Ursula and Ariel to make their deal. It was like halfway through the movie, and it was just happening. And I feel like, I don't know, when I think of The Little Mermaid, I feel like the majority of the movie is her trying to get her voice and trying to get Eric to like her. And so I felt like the beginning was so slow because it built up so much, like how much she wants to be human. And mm-hmm. so, and it just felt kind of long for me, but Ooh.
1: that's just me. It's fine. I hear you on that. Like, I guess, I guess if the climax of the story is her trying to get Eric to love her, then it would feel that way. Cause that is a very small part of the movie actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love, I guess my whole favorite part of the movie is sort of before she ever goes to Ursula. And it's really just building her character, letting you identify with her. She has all of her good moments and falling in love with that whole dynamic with Sebastian and Mm -hmm. Flounder. Oh, love Flounder. And so it's kind of their friendship and all of that. And I mostly I think I care less about her relationship with Eric Which is so funny because the movie doesn't really, Eric is wonderful. He's one of the, Mm -hmm. he's one of the princes with the most personalities, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, it's all about her and her friends.
0: So that's a perfect segue into our next part where we talk about characters. Here's a quick list. Prince Eric, Ariel, King Triton, Sebastian, Flounder, Scuttle. And then there's a few other, you know, like Prince Eric's like person that's trying to get him married off. I don't even Uh know his name, but there's a few others. Who are your favorites and why?
1: Well, as I said, Ariel, because of her big-hearted, charming, but rebellious streak. I do like Prince Eric because he's interesting as far as, you know, Disney princes go. He's charming and all of that. And the whole kiss the girl scene. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really, yeah. Um, and Ursula, oh, I mean, you're asking me my favorite. And I'm saying them all. I yeah. love <laughs> them all, all, all. Ursula is, makes the movie. Like, she is she really does she makes the movie. And then Sebastian, if you didn't have all the relationships, it wouldn't work. So I I guess top Ariel, secondary to that, it's a tie between Sebastian and Ursula.
0: So my favorite, I'm drawn to Ursula, but I don't know that I would put her as my favorite. But I, I print, I pick Prince Eric and it's for exactly the reason you were talking about earlier. He is one of the only Disney princes who has personality. You know, Mm -hmm. like, Prince Charming is just so blah. And, you know, I think the only other prince I would compare Prince Eric to would be maybe the prince in Princess and the Frog. He's got a lot maybe. of maybe. He prince does. Henry. Yeah. Yeah. And but as far as classic princes go, I mean, I think Prince Eric has them all beat easily. I agree. Because, because he's sweet, he has a great personality and Like he's, he's one of those, he's determined again to find, he's determined to find the girl. And then I think it's hilarious that Flounder at the beginning of the movie makes the comment like, I can't swim well. And, (laughs) and his name is Flounder. I just think that's really funny. And then the last thing is that I feel like Zazu from the Lion King is definitely based on Sebastian. How, you know, he's just so meddling and trying to. Yes, yes, and and also, like, trying to kiss up to the king and be, like, his person, <laughs> but then he's also, like, he'll second-guess himself, or he'll, you know, at the beginning of this movie, Sebastian says something like, you basically need to lock her up, and then by the end of the movie, he says, basically, like, she needs to be free to go live her life, and yeah. and yeah and it's just really funny. Do you have any other thoughts about the characters?
1: Well, when you were talking about Prince Eric... I've decided that the reason he's the more special prince out of all the princes, they gave him a dog. Like, he had a a whole, the dog, like, licks his face, they run. He just has so much more. They made him likable.
0: Yeah. And I I do feel like his role in the movie is much bigger than most of those movies, especially when you're thinking about Cinderella is the most recent one I've watched. And even I feel like in Sleeping Beauty, like, the prince, like, kisses her and she wakes up and that's pretty much it you know Mm -hmm. i don't know interesting interesting yeah it is okay let's talk quotes i feel like the most dramatic quote is daddy i love him and (laughs) and then another great one is from ursula when she says so long lover boy and you're just like those are the two most iconic little mermaid quotes do you have a favorite I definitely
1: have some favorites. I love Ursula's voice. It's like raspy. I don't know what her name was, the, the actress that voiced her, but she was very famous at the time or had been in her younger acting career, but her like raspy, deep. So when she does, when she's doing her whole moment and her song and explaining the poor unfortunate souls and she's helping them, she's the good guy. And she says, don't underestimate the power of body language. Mm -hmm. It does, like, moves her hips. That was my favorite part always. I loved it. And secondary to that, it's not really a quote, but an Ursula moment when she squeezes the little, um, I don't even know if it's, like, kelp. or I don't know what the plant is, the underwater plant that she squeezes to apply lipstick. Mm. I love that I have no clue. Even when I was a little kid. But do you know what I'm talking about? That moment. I thought yes. that was so creative of the artist to give her that whole part of the movie. So I'm obsessed with that. Um, and really, she has the best lines. She really does. So that's my favorite quote.
0: Yeah. Have you ever seen the sequel,
1: Little Mermaid 2, Return to the I do not watch Disney sequels. It's a rule. Like, ever Ever. Oh well, so there's you've some never exceptions. Toy Story 2. There's exceptions. That is different because those are kind of individual stories. They're they're okay. sequels of the characters, but we're not in the same storyline. Ish. I don't know. I feel like the one, ex- the few exceptions are anything Disney Pixar partnered.
0: Oh, okay, so Incredibles 2, you've seen that, which is For good. For
1: sure, that's a different thing. But any Disney classics that later they tried to revive with sequels? No, thank you. Like, so I just can't
0: do it. Yeah. I feel like I talked with someone about this on an episode. I don't remember when or who. If sequels are done within the lifespan of the people who originally watched it, I feel like it's better. So thinking Incredibles 2, Monsters University, which was a prequel, but still, or, you know, anything like that where it's done semi-recently. I feel like it's so much better, and it makes more sense. Yeah. Where The Little Mermaid originally came out in 1989, mm-hmm. and the sequel came out in 2000. No, I mean, it's I a was total in, different generation. Right. I was in kindergarten versus not even being alive.
1: So, so I, I think that's an interesting point that you're making, though, because if you were to ask me, why this movie is also special to me at this age, like I'm 37. But when Mm -hmm. that movie came out, so I was born in 1983. So I remember seeing it in the theater and owning the VHS. It's our age difference makes it where you grew up with those being in the vault before they could be Mm -hmm. released. Right. Every um, five years. Yeah. And so I don't know, like the age that I was, was the age of when the Disney stores were first released in malls when Disney, you know, it just was a completely different moment. And little mermaid was the first of many enormous hits that made Disney what it is in the animation department. Yeah. And all the good ones came after that. Like, but it was their first part of the big hits that then they rolled out hit after hit after hit. And it was just a different era. So yeah, it was to those. I fully agree with you on that.
0: Yeah, it was part of the revival of the Disney Animation Studios. For a long time, Disney had been making a lot of live-action films, and some of them weren't doing so great, and they were almost to the point where they were getting prepared to maybe shut down the animation department. If you have Disney+, Plus, I can't highly recommend enough watching Waking Sleeping Beauty. It was a recommendation. on Oh, my gosh. It's, it's so good. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. And so... That was a really long segue, but I am going to just briefly touch on, so I don't know that I've, a, I've seen it either, um, but the idea is that Ariel and Eric must hide their precious daughter Melody's um, mermaid heritage to protect her from Ursula's vengeful sister, Morgana, which I kind of, I kind of like the storyline idea, but I don't know that I would like it if I watched it, you know?
1: Yeah, I just, I passed. I'm so, so so defiant on this that I'm like, no, like you can't, (laughs) it, it, will ruin the goodness of the classic. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and then the other thing that I, it's actually a prequel. It was the little mermaid animated series, um, that came on, um, I believe it was on Disney channel later on. It originally aired on CBS from, I don't remember what the timeline was. Um, but I have friends who love that. And I remember watching it some. I don't remember watching it a ton. Um, but I remember thinking it was pretty cute. And so the mm-hmm. idea is it's just telling, which it's part of what you love about the movie. It's telling about the adventures she goes on with, like, Flounder. And oh, so, cute. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's more about, like, what she did and how she became, like, obs- obsessed feels like the wrong word. But uh, with humans and having
1: okay. so Okay. I, I might... Might
0: well
1: an technically it's not
0: a sequel, it's just an animated series. So cute. I'm gonna check
1: it out. Put it on my radar.
0: Comparing it, it is based on The Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen. Have you ever read the actual story? I've never
1: read the actual story, but I know I've heard that it's pretty different.
0: So I did a little bit of research, not a ton. <laughs> um, but the there are lots of differences. The Biggest thing is she didn't have a name. Her name wasn't Ariel. She was just called the Little Mermaid. Isn't that Hmm, interesting? That's strange. Yeah, and she was much younger in the original story. She was about nine. And the original Little Mermaid is very obedient and is waiting for her father to grant her permission to go to the service, which she gains permission at age 15. So it's a much larger storyline. But the Hmm. biggest thing is that the prince doesn't fall in love with the Little Mermaid. He loves her as a, quote, lovable child, unquote. That's weird. A.K.A. in the friend zone.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's so weird.
0: So, and as far as I could tell, there wasn't, like, any deal made with Ursula. So, I mean, Disney obviously took a lot of creative license with it. So...
1: Have you ever heard that, I don't know if this is true, I meant to look it up before we started talking about it, but that Ariel's mom is in Peter Pan, is one of the mermaids in Peter Pan? That
0: would be freaking
1: adorable. But I think, so I went back, I, well, I didn't do this for this reason, but I was watching Peter Pan with my niece and nephew recently, and I remember seeing a mermaid that looked a lot like Ariel. And when I read that, I remembered it, and I'm like, wow, Hmm. I need to look it up. So just cliffhanger there was Ariel's mom, the one in Peter Pan.
0: I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Don't we have the most amazing ability to have information on demand?
0: Yes. So. Do you see anything? It's a pretty, it's a pretty heavy internet theory. Like there's a lot of, if you Google it, there's a lot of articles about it. So, I mean, it's just like believing that all the Pixar movies are connected and, you know, that you people believing that Rapunzel and Frozen are connected. I don't know that they actually are, but you can choose what you believe because, yeah. It's 2020. And you can do whatever you want. <laughs>
1: there's definitely oh. There's definitely um like you can see when you talk about the similarities in the characters of Zazu and Sebastian, there's definitely a like a a way that the Disney characters take shape.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I just loved it. Have you watched the live action? I have. Uh, that was in 2019. There was a live action um that was done on I believe it was ABC. I mean that Is makes sense cause
1: it's- John Stamos one. Yes. I
0: have not. So I haven't watched it either, but it exists. And I feel like we should talk about it. Just sit mentioning it because it is technically a remake. Um, But yeah, John Stamos. I believe John Stamos plays Prince Eric, which feels weird. Um, yeah, It is weird, but he does have way good too hair. Old. He does have good <laughs> hair, but he's way too old. Isn't he like, I don't know, 50 something. He's got to be at least. Yeah. 50. I don't know. I just felt weird. Queen Latifah's in it. So I think it'd be really cute. I just haven't had the opportunity to watch it. And then in 2021, in theory, we are going to be getting a live action uh, full length feature. And there's so many rumors about it. Melissa McCarthy has been reported to be playing Ursula, which is something that's highly debated actually. Like, is she, is she not? Um, it's something I followed about a year ago and nothing's really been set in stone, which is interesting if it's supposed to come out next year, but it's fine. So, Okay, cool. There's a lot of
1: things we don't know, but what was your favorite moment from the original movie? I think I have two and they're pretty related. One of the characters that we didn't talk about is the bird. Wow, oh, what is his name? Scuttle. Scuttle. Okay, Scuttle's a fantastic character. Mm -hmm. And so one of my favorite moments in the movie is whenever I love seeing all of her treasure trove of Mm -hmm. stuff from shipwrecks and just things she's collected. And one of the best moments is when she circles and swims up to the light in this cavern. And so when she's singing about her who's it's and what's it's um, and thingamajigs, and that's the best. I love the words that Scuttle uses. So my other favorite moment is when she's brushing her hair with a fork. And he's like, yeah, that's a dinglehopper. Yeah. (laughs) And I just... That's a good one. I don't know. Those are just cute, silly favorite moments, as well as the... I go back to the Ursula lipstick moment.
0: My favorite is definitely kiss the girl. Like, the whole way the whole scene is set up with, you know... Sebastian gets frustrated, and so he Mm -hmm. goes down into the water to get himself a, I don't know, composer stick baton. (laughs) I don't know what those things are called. And comes up and is like, I'm going to orchestrate this whole thing. And it's just, oh, my gosh, it's such a good moment, and I just love it so much.
1: It's an ultimate date night.
0: Yes, exactly. So I have some final thoughts, and then I'll ask you for some of yours. Um, The first thing is, oh, my gosh, the music it's just so good and what's crazy is due to how the movie was screened test groups of kids did not like the song part of your world and it was almost completely cut from the film the test groups were like throwing popcorn they seemed bored during that song but the composer was like if you cut that song i'm done like i'm not i'm not working on this film anymore was
1: that and so, was that in the um documentary that we were talking about I, I kind of think it was, but like then it I sounds did. Sounds familiar.
0: Music.
1: Sorry, yeah, yeah. keep going. That no, is, I mean it blows my mind. It's shocking.
0: Right. Every time I hear that, I'm just shook because I can't believe that such a fantastic thing could possibly not even be in the movie. I mean, I don't know how. I I feel like you think of Little Mermaid, you think of Kiss the Girl, and you think of Part of Your World. Those are the two songs that I feel mm-hmm. instinctually come to mind. You know, it's like having the Lion King without the hum when ya, you know? Yeah, you can't. It, It's just ingrained in who it is. So then another thing I noticed was that the chef song sounds so much like Be Our Guest. I um, do. Because they're okay. French. Because yes. they're French, yeah. But then, like, the melody even mm-hmm. sounds, like, to me, I was sitting there, like, almost singing Be Our Guest to it. And so I think... The music 100% wins this movie, and it's just so good. Another big thing that kind of goes along with this movie is that there's a lot of people who talk about that it is not an appropriate movie to show to anyone because of consent. And the whole Kiss the Girl song is not, like, PC. And I think that's really interesting. But Because of consent? Yeah, because she can't say, yes, you can kiss me. Oh,
1: yeah. I have never heard that controversy.
0: Oh, you haven't. Oh, it's a big deal on the interwebs.
1: Really? Hmm? I'm shocked by this. But like Ursula says, don't underestimate the power of body language. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's several times Ariel leans in. So mm-hmm. I don't she understand. it on the screen. I saw it. Right, right. <laughs> so any final thoughts you have about this movie? I love it. It's sweet. It's sentimental. It's the really the first Disney movie I ever remember watching and loving that changed my childhood. And the only princess I ever wanted to look like in whatever way, shape, or form because of the red hair. I love it. I agree. I think the music makes it. It has such a great beat. Like, there's slow and meaningful ones, and then there's sassy, and there's these great complete montage of all the undersea characters singing and I don't know every character is lovable in their own way and I really yeah. like that like even Triton even though he was like a strict worried overbearing dad like you love him and he, the way they softened his features and his body language even and how he would shrug and kind of just be frustrated and want mm-hmm. to just, you know give up but you could tell how much he cared about his daughter so that theme was nice too.
0: Yeah, and I definitely feel like you saw that a lot when she was missing for so long. Yeah. I feel like there was a definite shift in the Triton character that just made him more lovable and less terrifying. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. It, it made me play mermaid in the swimming pool every summer for a long time.
0: I mean, who didn't Yeah, growing up? You have I to. I think that's it's set in stone. And
1: but, the Little Mermaid feature in Disney World was the most standout moment to me for the first time I ever went to Disney with the lights on the walls and the way they, you know, could make you feel like you were underwater. Mm -hmm. Even though back then technology was not what it is now, it was amazing.
0: So you're talking about like the show?
1: Yeah, with the sea air on you, like the old OG, the first Little Mermaid feature at Disney. I got to go, I got to see it and it was insanely cool.
0: Yeah, my, one of my favorite rides, I have so many favorite rides at Magic Kingdom, so I don't know that this really counts as a favorite because I just really, I mean, I don't know that there's one that I don't like, but the Little Mermaid ride at Disney World, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. it's magical. Like, you literally feel like you're watching the movie. I want to say it's like a 15-minute ride because you're just moving, you're moving through it, and it's just absolutely perfect. And I love it so much. And then I I also really love the meet and greet that they have that's right next door. Because, I mean, she's sitting in like this giant shell. And you're like, I don't know where to really put myself for this picture. But, (laughs) you know, it's adorable. And I love it. And then we actually went to a breakfast where Prince Eric, Ariel in a dress. So she was on two legs, <laughs> and <laughs> Rapunzel and Flynn were the characters, and oh my gosh, I loved, I loved that one as well. I really liked mm-hmm. Prince Eric. I liked meeting Prince Eric there too. So that's, that's just cool. funny that, yeah. Um, Did you so, know that I
1: wanted to get married in Disney World?
0: I mean, who doesn't?
1: Okay, but so many people. Not anyone listening to this podcast, clearly, we're all like fans, but. Yes. When I tell people that, oh my goodness, they're like, what? Why? And I guess they just imagine me just walking around with my many ears that say bride and like acting foolish. But I don't know that anybody understands on what level weddings are done in Disney World. Disney World has some of the best chefs, some of the best Mm -hmm. cocktails, some of the best, most beautiful, just cakes. You know, Mm -hmm. they have talent. They Mm -hmm. source the greatest talent ever. And now, have you have you watched Disney fairy Tale Weddings? Yes.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, I don't know how anyone could not watch that and no. not be like, I do want to spend my entire life savings on a wedding at Disney World.
1: Yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. I wouldn't have done it, but they're stunning. So. Oh,
0: my gosh. They're I so always, beautiful.
1: I love how Disney makes everything. It could be a Tuesday, and if you're at Disney World, it's the greatest day of your life. Mm-hmm. And there's fireworks and we close the day down with the biggest hurrah. And I think I love just that everything is a production. And I always kind of joke around that, you know, um, in Disney World, it's so perfect. Everything is perfectly manicured. You're walking, you drop your ice cream cone. And, you know, two seconds later, someone does the I Dream of Jeannie hands and you just mm-hmm. have a new one in your in your hands. And mm-hmm. it is really as amazing as people say that it is. Like, if you, you know, there's so many people who've never gone. My husband, for one, is not interested in going.
0: I'm concerned.
1: I am, too. I don't even know if this marriage is going to work. I'm kidding. (laughs) But But also kind of not. But also kind of like, why didn't I cover this when we were dating? Now that we have our son, Carter, I know he's only almost 18 months old, but. Now that we have Carter, my chances of family vacationing in Disney World are much higher. But my husband's idea of vacation is camping in the mountains. And I'm, I'm I'm down for that, too. But take me camping in the mountains or take me to Disney World and I will be a happy person. So if you want to come to
0: Disney World with me and Meg.
1: I, I'm telling you, right? Submit an application. Do you want to know something funny? You say that, but I have a very good friend. Her name is Valerie. And she loves Disney as much as I do. And... She had a hard time. Her mom passed away, and she was really sad, and I was trying to cheer her up, and I'm like, I wish there was something I could do, and she said, well, you could. Will you go to Disney with me? <laughs> and it was yeah. kind of a joke. It was kind of a joke, but I was like, of course I would, and she said, no, really seriously. Would Levi let you go to Disney with me, just us? Just you, just being like, babe, I'm, I'm going to Disney with Valerie for a week. Like, that's so random. You and I are just going to get on a plane and go to Florida, and I said, that is, Not even the craziest idea you've ever had. So I called Levi immediately. And he was like, oh, yeah, you should go. Because he knows how much I love it. And it's not his thing. Even though he doesn't know what he's missing. So Valerie and I went to Disney World together and had the greatest time. And I still look back on that and think, man, if I ever have loss like that or anything that I'm, like, really going through and someone is like, what can I do for you? I'm going to pick Disney World.
0: (laughs) I mean – that's like the number one thing. I yeah. I just, I do. I think Disney World is literally the most magical place on earth. And I don't, I don't think people can grasp it. I really don't until you go there. And oh my gosh, it's just so amazing. Um, but thank you so much for getting on and talking about Me Little Mermaid and, and Disney World. It's always so, so great to talk to you. This is great. And yeah, I appreciate it so much. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast and on Twitter at Princess Sam Pod. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.